Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Joe Yoga Life Diaries. So next week is Children's Mental Health Week. Now, usually this is one of my busiest weeks of the year. As a children's yoga teacher, I get called in to do lots of one-off things and lots of lovely mindfulness and meditation classes with many many amazing gorgeous children of course this year's a little bit different um because there are so many less children in school um it is a bit busier i am going in for an extra day to one of my schools to provide um extra mindfulness and to make sure more children get taught and we're also trying to stream them to get them home as well so that the children who are learning from home are still receiving their yoga and mindfulness classes next week But I thought what we'd do this week in this episode is I'd give you some tips and some pointers just to help with um, things at home and just keeping the mental health of your child good in this time. But I'm going to focus it towards teens because I have a teenager myself and they are the ones who are more likely to go under the radar at the moment because of the very nature of a teenager wanting to be alone and not wanting to be with their parents and let's just talk a little bit more about that so the the natural progression as a human grows from a child to being more independent i.e the teen years into the adults of the late teens is that they are breaking away from the home and the parental influence so up to the age of 11 that is when all of the time you know we're teaching them well up to the age of seven you're teaching them like right from wrong and the ways of the world etc then from seven to 11 is when they're really starting to work out who they are and they really start to push boundaries um and even though they know right from wrong they'll just see what they can get away with and then you come into the post 11 years when they are really starting to find their tribe and find everything that is away from the parental influence so with that being said they are more likely to want to borrow themselves into their bedrooms at the moment when they can't go out Um, they are more likely to be very insular and not communicate with the parents and not because they don't want to but it's just because it's very difficult while their brain is going through an incredible amount of rewiring Certainly between the ages of sort of 11 and 14 to 15, there's a huge amount of work going on in the brain where it's really changing. And that's why many teenagers can't make eye contact or don't know how to communicate their feelings. There's a lot going on there. It's not just the grumpy teen. This is what they are going through. This is nothing, you know, we were all teenagers. We've been through it too. So we know what it was like. So so I'm really going to focus this towards the teenagers and how you can help if you've got a teen just to keep track on their mental health in this situation. And I saw a very interesting meme recently, which was children are not falling behind at school they are dealing with a pandemic and that is so true we have to remember that you know they're not falling behind at school this is a time that none of us could ever have imagined we are parents dealing with a pandemic we're not failing at parents we're parents who are dealing with a pandemic at the moment just as they are children who are dealing with a pandemic so there is no bar to be met at the moment because it is a completely different situation And it's really about survival at the moment, isn't it? Not about grades. It's about surviving. And being if if surviving means 
being together and communicating or it means taking yourself away and having some alone time that's that's what's needed so um let's move into the i'm very feel i'm being very very professional this week <laughs> i think it's because it's such a serious topic and it's such a a fundamental topic to me and i spend every day of my working life um as much as i work with incredible amazing women i'm also you know working constant contact with schools and pupils and trying to keep the morale going and mental health at the forefront of people's awareness um and and beyond education you know i i'm i don't really see why personally putting my neck on the line here why maths is so important over mental health at the moment really no mental health is more important than a maths equation right now um algebra is not going to help a child when they're having an anxiety fit so um for me at the moment it needs to be about mindfulness it needs to be about yoga it needs to be about learning about themselves and um and that's what i'm here for anyway i'm here to share that and let me do that with a smile on my face because i went very serious again then so the first and foremost thing with you and your teen is communication which I know can be difficult especially when your teen shuts down and pulls away so here's the key communication is not all about talking communication is an awareness that you have you over your child so it is noticing how they are from day to day uh, noticing how you are from day to day as well and if that means journaling and making notes then do so um noticing any change in behavior or change um in mood remembering that changes in moods are perfectly normal as well so if your teen has a bit of a down day don't worry that doesn't mean they want a mental health spiral down it just means they're a teen if it becomes a constant thing and you're noticing constant big changes um and you feel you're really losing any kind of communication then it might be time to start to address the situation so what I mean here more is you can have a it's good to have something that you do every day such as we always have our evening meal together Um, we tend to have breakfast and dinner at different times of the day but our evening meal is a time when we will always sit around the table it might be quick it might be a quick dash meal but we will do it and that is the time when it's like you know what have you learned at school today how was school today how are you today and this is the time when you can be aware of any changes that might be happening so maybe the communication doesn't flow as well as it used to or maybe your child isn't sharing as much remember teens don't share a lot anyway so don't worry if you're not knowing much but they do keep their lives quite private so if if your teen is normally a chatty teen and suddenly is not or maybe they normally talk about somebody and they're not talking about them just just little changes you as a parent just be aware of that and having that marker having that evening meal to always go to gives you that constant communication so it might only be for half an hour a day but you do have that um with younger children i would certainly um suggest an open door policy not so much with teenagers because they do need their own space they do need their privacy and certainly i know my son he when he's in lessons he doesn't want to be disturbed 
um, and the door is closed and he's having his lesson. But there is a constant kind of check-in and obviously he does come out of his bedroom to eat <laughs> and to get drinks and there's always that little quick moments check-in. You okay? Think good? Yep, yep, yep. So, so communication isn't always about talking. It's about an awareness of how they are and knowing that you are always there with an open heart, with a non-judgmental mind, because also if your teen does want to talk about something, they don't want to then be ridiculed or made to feel silly or stupid, okay? Always any kind of communication from your teen is met with an open heart, an open mind, okay? Um, in that sense, I'd also like to make you aware that their needs are different from ours, your teen's needs are very different from yours. So try not to judge them by your own experience because any kind of worry or any kind of fear is justified. Um, any kind of anxiety they're feeling is absolutely 100% justified and it deserves to be met with a kind listening ear. And then if they want your advice, you can offer your advice. So if they want your opinion, you can offer your opinion. But the moment that a, your child comes to you with a worry or a concern and you respond with a, oh, don't be silly, darling, or, well, that's not going to happen, is it? You're closing the door straight away. Yep, you, you know, you are shutting any opportunity of your child coming to you later in the future because nobody ever, ever, nobody in this world wants to ever feel like they're being stupid or being silly. Nobody. So don't ever make your child feel like that. If they come to you, you know, have the open heart that you have, hope, have the open mind. And even if to you it does seem an unreasonable worry, fine, but don't tell them that. Listen to them and share your advice and your opinions with them in a loving and honest way. And keep, be, so, you know, respecting the fact that they are, their needs are different, their worries are different. They are a different human being to you. And they are going through a very different teenage time than you did, than we did. Um, so yeah, so that's on the communication basis of keeping it open. It doesn't always have to be about talking. Most of it's going to be about listening, keeping your ear out for listening to conversations that you can hear them going on because I know, you know, we listen out to see how, if my son's okay when he's on his games or he's in school and stuff, you can listen out. So a good ear will keep that communication open, knowing that their needs are different to yours. Another thing is, teenagers are finding their tribe this is at the time in their life where they are finding their tribe away from the parents they're not able to really do that at the moment I know when I was a teen I was never at home I would finish school and I'd be straight off to a friend's house and if I couldn't go out for whatever reason I was on the phone to them for hours you know every, all of my connection was with outside of the family home and that was you know I had a perfectly lovely family home but that's how teenagers are that's how they should be as they find where they need to be in the world and they're moving into adulthood and they can't do that at the moment and my son is a real little home bunny and he loves to be at home he loves schooling from home he loves to be at home but even he's turned around to me a couple of times he's like I really need to see my friends and I was like I know I know because it is now at that point where they just need to see their friends and need to and they can't at the moment and I know they can't, but what we can do is encourage connections from home, uh, either via Zoom or FaceTime, or to be honest, most of the teens have found a way to connect constantly, I know. Um, 
but also they're very sensible with their social distancing having been at school for a few months I noticed that they are really pretty smart with it and give them the opportunity we're allowed to go out once a day for exercise and if that means them going out without you and possibly meeting one friend and sticking within the rules then give them that opportunity to do that let them be with their friends and have that contact and you've just got to trust we have to trust that they are doing the right thing and so yeah this is me saying let your teen out to meet one friend um they know the rules they know the seriousness of it because they have been at school and uh yeah so giving them the opportunity to go out without you give them space let them or even go out alone so they've got some time out in nature which is always great for mental health if they're feeling a little bit cl- love cabin fever let them go out for a wander on their own a good diet obviously good sleep you know the usual kind of keep healthy tips those a good routine as well which is good while they've got homeschooling as well um, because it does keep them in that routine that constant contact with their teachers very good for um, their mental health so yeah routine is very very important keep that routine going keep movement going um so whether they go out once a day or um whether they have paper rounds or whether they just go out for a bike ride with you or something yeah keep some movement or they can do movement in their bedroom even if it's dancing around try and encourage something encourage some movement and of course it's good for you to model if they see you doing it they're always a better better way and the final thing when we're discussing children's mental health is a massive amount of respect respect for them and what they are going through respect for them as a human being as a person and um, if we all respected each other the world would be a much 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 better place it's not about putting our opinions on anybody else or telling anybody else how they should be dealing with this because nobody is right here and and equally nobody is wrong here so a lot of respect so let me just go through those again communication probably i think i could summarize this as open communication space and honesty and respect okay so open communication space and honesty and respect and that will really help keep an eye on your child's mental health if you've got any questions or concerns or anything and you want to extend this conversation further then by all means please do get in touch with me at realjoyoga.com I do specialize in children's mental health and help with mindfulness and yoga in schools so please do get in touch if you want to take this conversation further thank you so much for listening and I will see you all next week Thank you so much for listening today. If anything resonated or you feel inspired to, please share as that is how we spread the healing. To learn more about me, my teachings or any of the Joe Yoga programs, go to www.joyogauk.co.uk and I'll see you next time. Bye.